G'day and welcome back to the My Peak Podcast, home of holistic development. We are very excited to bring you another episode today with the great man, Geordie Brown. How are you, legend? Good, thank you, Cameron, and thank you to everyone for joining us today for another episode of the My Peak Podcast. It's a highlight of the week where Cam and I get to sit down with a coffee and talk all things uh, cricket and also development both on and off the field. So another exciting episode planned today. I know Cam's been doing a lot of work on our 10-week mental challenge program, which we'll be releasing soon. And today we're going to go into one of the topics of uh, one of the weeks. So very excited um, to sit down and hear what Cam has planned for this episode. Awesome. Mental skills, probably not mental challenge. We're not trying to challenge you. We're trying to upskill your mental game to take your game to the next level. So off the back of a couple of episodes ago, we delved into the performance equation A times B equals results from the Shane Watson's book. We're going to delve into today a topic that he speaks about throughout the book. We kind of put our own spin on it as well and try and make it a little bit more practical for this episode. But we're going to be talking about cues and cue words, words that you can say to yourself in your mind in order to A, be in the same, have the same mindset to every ball, but B, trying to optimize your mindset for every ball. So I'm guessing, Cam, in this episode, there'll be different words that different people will use depending on, one, what kind of personality they might be or what their default mindset might be, and then we'll give them a few maybe examples on one that might best suit themselves. Oh, absolutely. This is, I don't think there'll be many people that have the same cue words for many different reasons that come to mind and everyone is a different individual so you're going to require different mindset but also not many people or some people are the same person on and off the field but perhaps you need different keywords in order to get your mindset switched on for a game and it might not necessarily resemble words that you might tell yourself off the field as well so quick question before we dive into this episode and i want to get your thoughts is it important to have multiple keywords depending on the scenario of the game i'm sure we'll go into this but is it uh, one sort of word fixes all for all situations of a game or are we thinking that we might have two or three in the bank depending on how we need to be in a certain mind frame at a certain time? Yeah, you've jumped the gun there, Brownie. We'll, we'll delve into this. We're going to... Sorry, Cameron. <laughs> we're going to get you to come up with... The final number is going to be five. We're going to come up with five keywords, and they're all going to represent a different element uh, to your mindset. So different topics. I don't want to give the topics away now. We'll get into it as we go. But different words that put you into... A t- particular mindset whether a situation might become more stressful or a situation might become uh, more intense or a situation might become more relaxed it might be uh, a time where you need to switch on more or switch off so these words are gonna like I said earlier we just want to approach every ball with the si- same mindset irrespective of what's happening around us you might have got dropped off the last ball you might hit the last ball for six. You want to approach the next ball with the same mindset in order to execute your skills and bring your best version of your game to every ball possible. And give a bad in term there, but it could be bowling. You could have just had a drop catch. You could have bowled a wide. You could have bowled a no ball. Or you could have taken a wicket. You could have bowled the best ball of your life. The next ball, we want to try and still have that same mindset. And how do we... It's 
something so easily said, but we never really know how to actually do it. So today we're going to give you some strategies around these keywords that you can tell yourself um, right before the next delivery in order to put yourself, like I said, not just in the same mindset, but to optimize your mindset. So you're bringing the best version of yourself to every ball, not just the same, but the best version of yourself to every ball. Well, yeah, sorry again for the premature question, Cam. I'm excited to dive into this one. And I think it's really important. And um, I really want to highlight that Cam said, it is easier said than done. But in the past, we haven't really been given a clear roadmap on how to make the approach every single ball the same. It's it's so often said you just need to face up or get ready to bowl the ball in the same mind frame regardless of what's happened and you're expected to figure that out for yourself. So today hopefully we can put a few pieces in the puzzle and uh, connect a few dots for you guys to actually start to come up with a system, a bit of a roadmap on how to actually approach each ball in the same mind frame rather than trying to figure it out for yourself. Awesome, all right, let's get into it. So. The ultimate question is how do we come up with our keywords that work best for us? Like we said, everyone's going to be a little bit different. So what we want you to do now is we want you to try and think back to your very best performance. Oh, where do I start? (laughs) What's one performance that you wish you could replicate every time you play cricket? It could be an individual performance. It could be a team performance. But what's that one day? Basically, it's your dream performance. It's the thing that you go to bed the night before cricket wishing and praying and dreaming that you're going to wake up tomorrow and achieve these results. It might be something that you've never achieved before as well. But for now, let's just think back to that very best performance. Now, something else to consider once you have picked your best performance, perhaps it's scoring 100, perhaps it's taken five farm, perhaps it's winning a comp. Now try and go into your mind on that particular day. What are the words that would describe you on that day? What would the opposition, what would your teammates, what would someone that's never seen you play before and turns up to the ground, what would they see when you're playing cricket that day? What words would they describe you as? What phrases would come to their minds? Try and write down all of these words that come to your mind when you did achieve those, like I said, that dream performance. All right, Cam, what's your dream performance? Let's go into your mind here. I'm really interested to hear about this one. I'll, I'll do it to you, Brownie, because <laughs> I've got it all in front of me. So right. It's probably easier for me to do it to you than you do it to me. Okay. You're happy with that? I'm happy with that. All right, and you're also your dream performance is a lot better than mine as well. No, no, you're not going to think the one that I'm thinking of. No way. Oh, okay. All right. What's your dream performance? Well, one of the best performances that I had personally was mainly based off the situation in which we needed to win in that particular game, and it was a game where I think I I can't remember my exact score. It was around 80. It was 81 or 82, but it was not out, and it was chasing a massive total we'll chase them 430 and we only wow. had, we only had 78 overs to get it and it was a game we needed to win to secure minor premiership in first so I'm grade assuming, comp. yeah i was gonna say i'm assuming this is first grade yeah so i think i was i was still playing pg so i was 21 and we're playing mossman and um like i said they they had batted for about 20 overs on the second day to try and bat us out of the game anyway wow. when i went out there i was batting with Ollie Pope, which is a great plug. Ollie Pope. He's a player. That name rings a bell. 
players for England currently bats three, loves baseball. <laughs> anyway, so uh, I was out there with Popey, and we pr- pretty much needed to go at seven runs and over from the moment I was out there. And um, we ended up chasing that score down, um, six down, and I was 82 not out at the end and finished with the second top score, which was great. Everyone chipped in, but it was you know something that I probably hadn't put myself in a situation of before. I wasn't the most aggressive batter. You know, someone to strike it over, run a ball from ball one. Um, I hadn't actually been batting in the top five that year in first grade. I'd been batting around six and seven. We had such a strong batting order. This was the first time I was batting five that year. And uh, it was probably my first major performance to get us over the line in a game. It was a game that I pretty much won, not necessarily off my own bat, but under that that amount of pressure um, to sort of secure us a minor premiership. I just remember batting that day. I knew that I was never going to get out, no matter what shot I played. Um, it was actually funny. <laughs> Henry sent us a Snapchat the other day saying, you ever have those net sessions where you know wherever it's going to land, it's going to go for four? And I was pretty much in that mindset. So that was probably the day where even though it wasn't a hundred or it wasn't a fiver and I've had those games, it was just a game where I knew no matter what, I wasn't getting out and it was probably under the most um, uh, important circumstances. Yeah, awesome. So what we want you to do now, Brownie, and everyone that while Brownie was explaining that, I'd say they'd be taking their minds back to their best performances. Write down all of the words that come to your mind. Like I said, that you would describe yourself that day, but also what would Mossman have thought of Brownie that day? What would Ollie Pope thought of Brownie that day? What would have uh, the opposition coach, what would an opposition parent that might not uh, know who Brownie is? Write down what you think they would think about you, and that's obviously for your best performance. Like I said, it could be batting, it could be bowling, it could even be a fielding performance. And write down all of these words that come to your mind. The next step is once you've written all the words down, we want to try and categorize these words. You might have written you might have written six, seven, eight, nine, even ten words down. We want to try and pick of those all of those words you wrote down into four categories. Now a little bit broad with the words we use to categorize them and everyone like i said would be a little bit different but the four categories we want to try and pick one word for are a word that kind of categorizes into calmness a calm state of mind relaxed flow any Good. sort of so those. yeah the words could be like that it could be uh relaxed loose cool um smooth yeah smooth chilled uh grateful peaceful emotionless could be neutral could be any one of those words uh, the next one we want to categorize is trust so this is probably one that a word that a lot of people have itself like the word trust but if you have any other words that are similar to trust then put them under that category the next one is focused um, so something that switches you on a little bit more so other words could be like um, Present is a really popular word. So you're present in the moment. You're not worried about what's going on. In command, measured, calculated, patient, um, all those types of words. And the last one is confidence. Again, a lot of people could have that very word of confidence, but could either be things like uh, belief, uh, arrogant, controlled, strong, um, any word like that, invincible, no doubt. Um, Yeah, words that kind of, give you the confidence to play so write down those words inside those categories you can draw a little table up and have the four little squares there one that signifies you to be calm 
one that gives you trust, one that makes sure you're focused, and one to give you confidence. And a few of these words could kind of go into two different categories. Just pick one category so you've got the four words, uh, or four categories, I should say. And once you've got them, then you want to choose the one that's the best for you. So you might have two for calmness. You might have had your best performance. You might be feeling relaxed and you might be feeling um, chilled. Now pick what one's better for you. Are you chilled when you score runs or are you more relaxed when you score runs? So identify so we come up with just the four words in those four categories. Brilliant. Love it. Now, the next step is to add our fifth word. Basically what this is, our fifth word is kind of like if all else fails, this is going to be the word I go to. Now we want this word to be a more of an action word. So like a more of a verb, like a doing word, something that we can actually do. Slog? Slog could be, it could be for some people. Like There'd be people in the Australian T20 setup, there'd be Tim David's action word could be slog. He might be, it's basically if you are, let's just go with the four words that I gave as a category. So if you're not calm, if you can't trust yourself, if you're not focused, you're not feeling confident, then this is the word you want to go to. So in the book, in Shane Watson's book, his word is aggressive. For me, my word is actually the word go, just to go. If I'm not calm, I'm not trusting, I'm not focused, I'm not confident, I'm just going to go. Basically, what it's telling me is I'm just going to go at the game, take the game on. Similar with Shane Watson, just be aggressive. For some, it could be the word like fearless. For bowlers, it could be like length. It could be just run in and hit my length, like the word length. Or for a spinner, it could be spin. I've I can't do all these other things. I'm just going to spin the ball as hard as I can. So pick an action word, something that you can actually do. Once you've got those, then we can, that's our five Q words. We've got our word to keep us calm. We've got our word to give us trust, our word to give us focus, and our word to give us confidence. And then if all of those fails, we've got our action word, our one word that arguably would be your best uh, performance. It's the word that op- basically optimizes your best performance. It's if you can think about, like I said, your dream performance for Brownie. What would be the one word for you that day as your action word for scoring eighty-two not out against Mossman with Ollie Pope? So if, if all else was failing, yeah. what word was I using? Yeah, or not mine have even been using at the time because you wouldn't have had access mm. to this information but what would word would you describe yeah aggressive would definitely be up there aggressive would probably be the one i like your word of go like just take the game on um but yeah look for me it was it was more of a get them before they get you so it was definitely more of an aggressive mindset which i i really liked that game i felt like i was at my most fearless as well could have been fearless yeah good um fearless or aggressive is probably the two words that come to mind right now and that for you it's also a good one for people listening Sometimes your best performance is like dictated by the situation of the game. So like Brownie's best performance there was a game where they had to score at seven or eight runs and over. Mm, I had to be fearless. I had to be aggressive. So that's actually something Shane Watson now. That's a good point. I'm glad you gave that example. Shane Watson talks about that as his best performance. And he talks about it through his whole book. A lot of times at the start of the book, it's a bit of a tease because he says, I'll touch on this later, I'll touch on this later. And then as the book goes on, he really starts to blend it into his best performance. And he said the exact same thing. My best performance was when our team needed like, I think he said 12 runs and over. It's when the game pushed you into your best frame of mind. Yeah, yeah. The game forces you and it almost takes 
we'll get this to another topic of our 10-week mental skills, takes the expectation off you and allows you to access these words a little bit better. But like we're saying, our aim, our goal for these words is to use them irrespective of the situation going around us. So whether your team's five for five and you're walking in at seven and your word is to be aggressive, we want you to back yourself and take on the game and be aggressive even if you're requiring 12 runs and over, it's a lot easier to be aggressive. We want you to bring your best version of yourself to every ball in order to access your skills and your knowledge and your game every single ball rather than just when circumstances permit because if you're only going to rely on circumstances to get your best performance, we know you're not going to be able to execute as many times as if you back yourself to access these words every time you go out to bat. Well, you're blowing my mind here, Cam, and you're probably blowing a lot of the minds of the people listening. If you could just quickly summarize in maybe three points what um, the athletes or the people need to do where they're at right now, what are the three things that we've touched on so far? Well, Number one is thinking back to your obviously your best performance to start. Yeah, well, can I come back to this yeah, question yeah, in definitely. a minute? We've got one more step. Let's do it. One more step. So once you've come up with your keywords, you've got five keywords, it's all well and good to have the keywords and you can tell yourself the keywords. That's all well and true, well and good. But we're going to give you one more strategy in order to make these keywords A, a little bit easier to access, but B, turn the thought into action when you're in the, in the middle. So what we're going to get you to do is picture a floor plan of a house. You often see a floor plan. You've got different boxes and walls up for different rooms. Bathroom, theater room, <laughs> bedroom, tennis court, basketball court. Sorry. And now, what we want you to do is put these words on the doors of each room. So you've got mm. five rooms in the house. Each room um, signifies a different so, word. So, so rather than master bedroom, it's calmness room. Yeah. And gotcha. So let's go with calmness, for example. Say it's your word is to be calm, and that's when you access the best version of yourself. So you will write calm on that room. You got it on the door. Now, when you open the door to this room, you want to fill the room with calmness. So, for example, you might have a window that's overlooking the ocean and you can hear the waves crash. You might have some artwork up of a rainforest. It might be a light blue colored room. Could be a TV with the um oh. rainforest or whatever these were whatever the things that make you calm you mm, want to fill nice. the room with calmness so when you're out in the middle and you're telling yourself to be calm that's all well and good but perhaps your heart rate's elevated your adrenaline's pumping it's game on it's going to be a little bit harder to access your calmness but if you can picture yourself opening the door of calm and walking into this room it just adds a more of a like i said it takes a word and transfer it into more of an action into that doing word so you can actually um, display calmness not just feel and think about calmness and then you do the same for your other words it can be um, a room for trust for focus confidence whatever words you've spoken about and then also your action word if all else fails and at each moment of the game you're imagining not just the word but you're taking yourself inside the room in order to bring that word more of a reality wow that sounds bloody unreal so you're saying we can have multiple rooms as well it's yeah, not yeah one yeah. room it's not our one doing word it's all of our best emotions yeah that it's we a know floor we plan it's the whole house you need a word for each room so if you're 
feeling very anxious, you might want to access your calmness room. Or if you're um, if you've just played and missed three balls in a row, or you've just bowled three wides down the leg side, and you're low on confidence, and confidence is one of your words, or a word similar to confidence, then that's the door you want to open and take yourself inside the confidence room. Your confidence room might have photos up of you um, raising the bat for your highest score or raising the ball for your best wickets. It might have photos of your favorite players or past performances, all these sort of things. Whatever gives you confidence, your color that signifies confidence, all these things. It might have a big trophy cabinet with all your premierships and most runs for the season and all these things that give you confidence and when you play and miss three balls you can just imagine you're opening the door and you're seeing this and straight away just me thinking about it here sitting in the room I can already feel more confidence let alone when you're out in the middle in a game and you have played a missed or bowled a white or dropped a catch even it's going to allow you to provide a bit more action to gain confidence rather than just think yeah, I've got to feel confident here. That's only going to get you so far. So accessing it on a deeper level is going to it's going to give you better results for a longer period of time as well. All right, so can you summarize these points for those people at home so they can go away right now and start actioning those uh, things you just spoke about, Cam? Yeah, let's do three. I like the number three. So the first thing would be to go back to your best performance, your dream performance, the game that you would wish you could emulate every Saturday or Sunday when you go out and play cricket. And you want to think about the words you would describe yourself. Like I said, the opposition, your teammates, even someone that's never seen you play before. You want to write down those words that describe you the best. The second point is then we want to categorize these into um, calm, trust, focus, confidence. And the last one, if all of those failed, one action word. And then the third point, once you've got your words, we want to draw up a bit of a floor plan and deck out the rooms with all of the things that symbolize those words to us. That's brilliant. So when we're under pressure, we can walk into the room and like I keep saying, turn a thought into a bit more of an action in order to display the word rather than just think about it. So this is just one topic of the 10-week program that you're working on, Cam. When will the 10-week program be available for purchase? (laughs) That's a good question. Hopefully soon. I've been plugging away at it. I don't like to. I like to just do it when I want to do it because I want it to. I know it won't be perfect, but I want it to be the best that it possibly can. So that like that one Q words that we just done. It's a few days of work putting in, making sure I've got it right. Referring to Shane Watson's book, referring to some stuff that I've done at Cricket New South Wales, and referring to um, just some research as well on stuff to do with cricket stuff to do with other sports and stuff in general with the mind in order to make this an actual resource that i mean if i had access to this like shane watson says in his book if he had access to this when he was um before green shield playing green shield or even younger it's um it's not just career changing but it's also life changing as well because you can then transfer all this stuff into other walks of life as well it could be walking into an exam that you're nervous about you could have this same cue words for you in a classroom or could be in a workplace when you're working with someone that you don't particularly like working with or doing a job you don't particularly like doing these words can bring your best version of yourself to other things in life as well yeah i love that i love what you're doing here cam and i i love what we're doing together in terms of in the cricket space in sporting space in terms of holistic development and i think my encouragement to 
the athletes out there listening is not to not to resist the new way of thinking and you know not to fall into old habits and fall into maybe the um, more mainstream culture and to really start thinking outside the box and trying to find new ways to improve and to you know maybe take that first step is is getting on this 10-week program or jumping on our summit series or you know even sending us a message and trying to figure out how you can better your cricket um you know not just by the the mainstream hit balls and bowl balls and catch balls and you know i really like what cam's doing here with this program and i really think it's going to make a major difference to those athletes that are brave enough to step up and try something a little bit outside their their comfort zone and and really try and do something new to try and achieve some new results if cam i think said it off air if you do what you always done you'll get the same results sometimes it's important to try something a bit different yeah absolutely there's one more step to this process but we'll um save that for the mental skills course um, and that's all about actually reflecting on the process and making sure that we are like trusting our res- our processes in order to get the result rather than focusing on the result we want to focus on the process so we will um, the last element is to actually uh, evaluate how we went on a particular either training session or game day in order uh, to use our keywords but yeah we'll save that for the course and give them a process of how we actually use these words every single time we train or play to, like I said, not just be in the same mindset, but to be in an optimal mindset for our performance. Well, I can see how just one week of this and the topic that we discussed today, the water that we just dipped our toe into can already make a dramatic difference. If there's nine more topics that are anything like this, you can sign me up, Cam. I'm interested. You want to sign up? I'm in, brother. (laughs) All right, I'll sign you up. All right, crew. Well, thank you for listening today, and hopefully, um, this gives you a little bit of an insight on what we're all about here at My Peak. And um, if you're interested, reach out. And, um, Cam will be taking registration soon for his ten-week program. <laughs> Our ten-week program here at My Peak. We'll catch you next time on the My Peak podcast.